Good morning, world! It's going to be a great day. Welcome to Play Life Loudly Podcast, episode number five. I'm Abby Halpin, physical therapist who wishes she was a music teacher, and I will be your host today. Today, we're going to continue our discussion of strength training that we started last week. If you haven't listened to episode four, stop what you're doing, go back, listen to that one, and then come back and finish this out with today's episode. What I want to do is lay out the basics of building your own strength program so that you can take advantage of all the good stuff we talked about last week by implementing a strength program on your own starting today. (laughs) So there are four main categories we want to talk about today. The first one is the most important. So if you're short on time, make sure you get through this first part to have the type of movement. There are five types of movements that mean that your strength program is a well-rounded one. We've got a squat, a hinge, a push, a pull, and a carry. Let's break them down a little bit. Squat is the most obvious. I might say that for each one. To me, the squat is the most obvious. If you have places to do this now, or there aren't too many people watching, or you don't care if there are people watching, do this with me. Stand up out of your chair, sit back down in your chair. Now take the chair away. Pretend there's a chair there. Sit, stand. You've done a squat. Well done. The big thing to notice is that your knees bend and your hips bend kind of at the same time. Okay, do it a couple more times and just take note of that. Any movement that that is true, like squat, a single leg squat, a step up, a lunge. Think of other things that sound like squat. All of those go into that category. So you want to make sure you have at least one of those in your workout. Moving on to hinge. Hinge is a little harder. When you think about a hinge, think about your hips hinging. So the creases in the front of your hips getting deeper, your hips moving backwards in space. Um, This is basically when you have to pick something up off the floor. Your hips hinge. Some good movements to consider. A deadlift is my favorite. We'll probably have a whole podcast dedicated to deadlifts at some point. So deadlift, a single leg deadlift, anything where you're on your hands and knees, like rocking back into child's pose, that kind of movement is considered a hip hinge. Make sure you've got one of those in your workout. A push, another obvious one. A push-up is a great push. Anything where you're pushing weight away from you or you're pushing your body away from something. So a push-up, you're pushing away from the ground. If you are pushing weight over your head, an overhead press, that's a push movement a chest press, bench press, all of those are pushes. Make sure you've got one of those in your workout. A pull is when you're pulling the weight towards you or pulling your body towards something. So a pull up, you're pulling your body towards the bar. A row is when you're bent over and you pull the weight up towards your hip, that's a pull. Make sure you've got something where you're pulling in your workout. And then the last one is a carry. It's when you're carrying load around. The most obvious example of this is a farmer's carry where you're holding weight, maybe it's dumbbells or kettlebells, and taking them for a walk. The goal for all of this is to load your body in a variety of ways so that your routine is really well-rounded. So those five things, again, are a squat, a hinge, a push, a pull, and a carry. There are other categories that you can think of, but I just want to make sure you've got those five basic ones. The other considerations to have when you're building a a program or even just building the workout for the day is a plane of motion. Are you moving front to back? Are you moving side to side? Or are you rotating in space? 
it's best if you have a mix-up of all of those so that you're not only doing front-to-back motions or only doing side-to-side motions. It's best to have a little bit of each. So if you write down five different motions, say you've got your squat, your deadlift, your push-up, your row, and your farmer's carry, make sure that you have something that is side-to-side. None of those things that I just said are side-to-side. So maybe then you'd go back and change, okay, maybe instead of a squat, I'll do a a side lunge. That way you know that you've got a side-to-side motion. You also want to consider just how well-rounded the body regions that you're lifting are. Some people like to divide this out, like today's lower body day, today's upper body day, today's a core day. Some people like to mush them all together so it's a little bit more well-rounded. That's completely personal preference and it depends on what you're training for. But it's good to make sure that you're hitting upper body, lower body, core. And also to make sure that you've got two arm two leg motion, so you're kind of symmetrical and moving both body parts at the same time, or a single arm or single leg motion. It's good to have a mix of both. Obviously two, two legs or two arms moving at the same time is a lot easier, so that's a good place to start. When you're feeling more confident in some of these motions, then you can start adding in a single leg squat or a single arm press so that you get some of those more asymmetrical motions. The last main category is general complexity. The more mashup you get of all the things that I just said, the more complex your movement is. So maybe a motion is both a hinge and a pull, and you have to move front to back and side to side. So there's just a lot of different things that you can combine into one movement or into one exercise to make it more complex. Don't worry about this for now. Delete the whole fourth category if you're new to this, right? Just stick with those five motions, those top five things I said, and try to mix up the direction that you're moving in, what part of the body you're moving, and if you have one limb or two limbs moving at the same time. Just consider that. Let me know if you have questions about this. One of the ways that you can work with me is becoming a Fortissimo member. This is when you have you sign up for a month of where we work together. We meet once a week, and I basically build you the program for the week. This is especially great for musicians who want to make their movements more well-rounded compared to really overtraining the movements that you just need to perform and to play your instrument. It's also really good for people who say, every time I go to the gym, I get hurt. To have somebody who has that physical therapy side to their knowledge is really helpful so that you can build a program that might feed you into a healthier start into your training. So let me know if you're interested in working together. I also just want you to have this information so you can do this on your own. It's a really strange business I'm in. I mostly want you all to not need me. (laughs) But as I always say, I want to answer your questions. So let me know what you need.